I would do like a webisode. Oh, that'd be perfect. We can raise three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's good to be back, and uh, you have picked an interesting time. You know, we were supposed to record on Thursday, mm-hmm. but blah, 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 kids and their activities and stuff. Yes. Ugh. Ugh the worst. Um, pushed it back, and lo and behold, you know, we've got like three days of Comic-Con thrown in. Yeah, it ended up um, being very fortunate. Yeah, so there's more to talk about, and so stuff kind of moved out of the discussion, and other stuff more more exciting and uh fun things to talk about not just like filler yeah you know, this is the summer months you know it's like uh it's like they do on sports center with all the all the sporting you know now it's th- this saturday today the on the uh, on the sports center there was uh the national cornhole championships why aren't they covering the ashes the what the ashes the uh annual cricket tournament between england and australia wow why is that called the ashes i don't know it's like a week-long ter- uh, one game. Do they get ashes, or do they burn their opponent when they're done? I think, the- it, it re- I don't know if this is 100% true, but I think the original thing was, like, one of the teams lost, and so they, like, instead of accepting the loss, they, like, took the, their cricket ball and, like, burned it and sent it to the other team or something like that, something weird like that. It'd be better if they just burned their worst player. Mm, at the stake. Yeah, maybe the winner could choose one mm-hmm. player to be burned. Like it's like a player to be burned later. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Red uh, Red Sox trade. Player to yeah, be burned we'll, later. We'll take uh, we'll take one washed up pitcher for one player to be burned <laughs> later. <laughs> Never mind. We'll take all your washed up pitchers. <laughs> oh, so. Mm. We have some some updates. Oh, we've, yeah. we've got a news update that's that's breaking news according to us. Um, you want to play the breaking news drop? I would love to. We can get married now. Yes, we can. I mean, how long have we known each other? Uh, it's been a while. 16 years? Yeah. Seven, and 16 years. We can finally make this. You can finally make an honest man out of me. Wow, like the year we met, somebody was born that just got his just got their license. Oh my god, that's crazy! Does that I make think, you feel old? I think I only have one actual friend. That yeah, that's, I believe I'm, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I only have one, maybe one actual like talk to more than once every few years friend that I've known more than longer than you. Wow, well, there you go. Wow, yeah. well, I don't feel really old, but yeah, we can we can get uh, we can get married. We, we used to call it gay married. Now we just call it married. I love it. That's that's what it should be. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, long overdue. It's a it's a good time. Oh yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's very cool to see. It's very cool to see all the showing of support. Um, yes, for uh, people that should have uh, the same rights as everybody else. That's was stupid. It I mean, I, frankly, it was frankly retard balls. I don't mean to get political, but yes, you're right. It was retard balls. <laughs> That's extremely <laughs> political. Well, I'm going to need you to I'm gonna need you to calm down a little bit there. Fox News. <sighs> so uh, good. Yay. Uh, also, uh, so where's the ceremony? Um, 
Um, yeah, I just, I just made you. I just made you. I got nothing. I, I got nothing. I'm so also tired. What? Also I was what? gonna say. Also, uh, my wife. Now we took down all our Confederate flags. Oh well, that's good because <laughs> we're trying to be topical. I just thought that was. I just thought it was so stupid that. I mean, I I understand the point of it, but it's like what what's changed in the last week? I mean, I love that it's like all these places are removing everything that's that's has Confederate flags with it, or like are being taken down from every store. But what are they doing about the actual problem? Well, no, I don't even really care about that. I just think it's like, okay, well, what you know, what were you doing six months ago? You thought it, it was okay. Yeah, six it was totally ago? fine. Yeah. <laughs> Last month it was but, fine. But now, but now we must remove everything from the store that has any kind of Confederate flag. Uh, people are the worst. Duke said it must it must be removed from the General Lee. See, I don't even get that. Mm. I don't even get that. Show's well, been off for like twenty years. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody cares about the General Lee anymore. It's only on like what do they show it on the country? Tom Wopat. They show it on CMT at like two in the morning. Yeah, Tom Wopat doesn't even care about the generally anymore. Mm. Tom Wopat. Tom Wopat. He's not aged well. <laughs> no, he hasn't. His buddy has. What's the, the other guy? Uh, Luke. Yeah. Or which one was Bo and which one was Luke? I don't know. Uh, I watch that show like every Bo? Saturday morning, but I can't remember which one was which. I thought Bo was the blonde. Bo was the blonde. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Don't really care. Uh, but we can we can get uh, we can get married. That's the point. And Excellent. that so, is the, that is the point of our discussion about Dukes of Hazard. Yes, that, <laughs> that, that was what we were going. For. <laughs> we should uh, have a Dukes of Hazard themed wedding. Should we? I don't know. That's just the thought. It's fleeting. Yeah, but I don't want to wear my Daisy Dukes. Oh, no, can you I, would can be, I be Uncle Jesse. <laughs> yes. No, you would be. Oh, you'd be Roscoe. Roscoe right? P. Coltrane. Yes. You know, he just passed away not too long ago. The actor that played Roscoe P. Coltrane. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Roscoe P. I don't remember his real name. R.I.P. Um, Roscoe P. Um, yeah. that, that must say a lot about him. Uh, rest in peace, Roscoe. Rest in peace, Roscoe. Uh, we've got some updates. We do have some updates. I had to say goodbye to my Samsung DLP. But it was in such good shape. The snow was unimaginable. It was... It was there was more snow than the Night's Watch. <laughs> you know nothing, DLP. More snow than than uh, Hard Home or whatever that place. What was the battle? That battle was that Oh hard? my god, that was crazy. That was uh, way crazier than in the book. Way crazier than in the book. Well, because you know the White Walkers and all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I had to. It it started with one little fleck of a mirror going out uh, around Super Bowl, and now it's was like two thousand. So it was time to say goodbye. Goodbye. And I got a lovely deal on a 4K television. I need to come down and see this television. Oh, my goodness. It's it's pretty nice. It's up on the wall, you know, and uh, like it looks you beautiful. Do. It looks beautiful. So I'm excited. I mean, obviously, nothing's in 4K right now except right. <laughs> uh, maybe Netflix. Um, and then you have to make sure. I mean, luckily, I've got my... Yeah, Ethernet, my Apple TV hardwired, so at least I'll be able, I can I stream pretty well. Oh, I tell well, you, that was the best thing I ever did was putting that on the wired network. Oh, yeah, so, so I have I have um I have the Apple TV and the PlayStation on the wired network because I I moved my uh, base station downstairs. Oh, okay. Um, so I've got the Airport Express upstairs extending the network. Um, the upstairs in the office, and so I've got the base station in the hub of the house, and so I've got the PlayStation and the Apple TV on the hard line. Excellent. Excellent. I have my PlayStation on the hard line too, but like I don't really like play online. I just use it to like download games and stuff. 
and watch yeah. Netflix when I don't feel like or, switching to the Apple TV. Um. So. So yeah. So I'm I'm future proofing mm-hmm. for yeah. the uh, for the 4K. Um. Not you know it was just a, too good of a deal to pass up, and I had the last TV for eight and a half years. So that's a uh, good long run for a modern TV. Yeah. I I'm, I was happy with it. I was very happy with it. Um. So I'm very happy with my new Panasonic, which uh, you helped me purchase. You gave me some good feedback on the brand. I like Panasonic. Good stuff. Yeah, they, they, they have a good history. So I was very happy. I know they've got their roots in plasma, and I think this is a very plasma-like television without the burn-in, mm, oh. which which you weren't warned me against. I'm, I, I know. It's, I, I know. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry TV. to bring it up. I love my TV. It's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. But my God, you cannot leave anything on that screen. Yeah. So, there you go. So, uh, so it was. This is an LED TV, not obviously not a plasma, uh, not a DLP. So, I have a question about LED TVs. Yeah. Uh, does that is it? Does it run more efficiently? I would think it would be like less power consuming being an LED. Yeah, it's real. Like the energy little sticker on there is very low. It's like thirty seven dollars a year or something. Nice. Yeah, it's very efficient, and it's actually. I mean, right out of the box, like the energy saving features it. The TV will shut itself off in five minutes if it's just like not doing anything. Oh, that's handy. Like so that. it's it's very efficient. Um, and it's a beautiful. I should television. set mine to do that so it won't burn in. And it just happened mm-hmm. to be a 3D TV. 3D. I actually have a 3D TV, but I never opened up the glasses. They're. Oh, I don't know where they are. It's <laughs> you're funny. It's uh, it's actually interesting. I we uh, the wife and I watched uh, half of Brave. I saw the picture of her with the, with the yeah. glasses on. And uh, and then I watched uh, the opening sequence of How to Train Your Dragon Two. Oh, it's such a good movie. Um, with the dragon racing. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That opening scene. It's actually enhances. I mean, it doesn't. It's not overwhelming. And I think because the glasses, at least the ones I have, don't go all the way. It doesn't go all the way across your head like a like Jordy in Star Trek. Mm. It's more like it comes off the front, and then there's an opening at the bottom. So you could you could actually like keep your glasses on. You could look down at your phone, and you would you wouldn't be looking through your glasses. Oh, that's so good. It, so it doesn't feel like you're totally closed off to everything else, but it's enough to to immerse you in it. Um, so it's fun. It's a fun little thing. So that's excellent. Know. Yeah. Uh, so happy happy to have gone 4K. Uh, Yay! And uh, all all the joy in the world. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> You've got some updates. Um, I do. And you, you wrote me into this too. There is a. I roped you into it. There's yeah. Well, I was like, you know, you, you just made it seem like it was fun and exciting, and you know, the grass is always greener kind of thing. It is fun and exciting. Uh, um, there's some betas out there. There's L beta out there. I did something publicly. that I have publicly said on this show many times mm. that I would never do. Is and there like a, is there like a, a gasp and a or horror drop like? Uh, <gasps> I've no. got. I've I've got if it's fucking poop. <laughs> okay, I don't have anything. <laughs> okay, you need to get something like like a um, shock, like a shock drop. Yes, that's yes. Goat, goats um, shocking as goats being shocked. So <laughs> I don't have any other than that. I've got a fart. Um, so I I said repeatedly on this program, I'm not going to put betas on my phone or on my Mac. And I'm, I'm sticking to the Mac thing because I use these Macs for things that I actually need them to run really well, and I need all the programs to run really well. So I'm not putting betas on my Mac, but I did put... It's also almost a $2,000 computer. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, there is that also. And um, so 
Uh, I did put the iOS 9 beta. It's the public, the first public beta, which is technically beta 3 because there's been two developer betas before this one. And I put it on my phone. What was it? Like two days ago? I can't remember. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I did, um, I did it yesterday. It's interesting. Uh, there's some there's some interesting changes. Um, I thought they were going to do... I saw somewhere that they were doing... Uh, four by four uh, in the icons in the folders, but uh-huh. it turns out that's just for the iPad because I guess there isn't enough screen room to do it on the iPhone. So, and I don't, I haven't uh-huh. put the beta on my iPad, so there's I don't have that. But they, you remember, it used to be you could swipe to the right, I guess, and get the like search screen. They yes. brought that back, and yeah. it's much more functional. I haven't yeah, really played with it. It has much. all these Siri suggestions now. Yeah, my Siri suggestions right now are uh, my wife, you, Art, and Tom Gallo. And the apps that it suggests are Twitterific, Spark Email, the Messages app, and No No Islands, which is an interesting little game. It's fun. Huh. There you go. But what I find really interesting is they have that little nearby thing, and it has restaurants, cinema, gas stations. But for some reason, mine has nightlife. Yeah. I don't think Siri knows me as well as she thinks she does. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, maybe it's maybe Siri is trying to. She's trying to expand. Yeah, trying to expand your horizons, get you out of the house. Um, One thing I will say, I don't want to spend too long on this since we've got a thousand things to talk about. Um, They changed the the app switcher screen. I don't know if you've noticed this, but you know when you double click and go to the switcher where you can switch between apps. They've changed this so you can see like the oh. the full screen. Whoa. And it's really interesting. And I I kinda like it, but my so problem with it is it's hard to see the app. You just see the content. Yeah, and it's also it's also hard to like get it to stop where you want it to stop. Well, and also I'm used to swiping right or swiping left to go right. See what I'm saying? Like I swipe it feels like I'm swiping backwards. It does. It does. It feels it feels reversed from what it used to be. It's like they're all stacked up to the left, yeah. whereas they used to be all stacked up. You to have the to right. swipe right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a thing, right? Swiping that's right. A thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what all the kids are doing. This is getting, we're getting back to us getting married. Um, um, yeah. I mean, overall, I really like it. The fonts look great. I think the fonts look really good. I'm yeah. having some problems with Siri, uh, specifically with voice recognition in the text oh, messages i have not messed with siri too much yet so i like should play the with voice that. the voice not necessarily i guess it, not enough necessarily siri but the voice recognition is and like some dictation mess- yeah the dictation is not mm. not on on fleek <laughs> <laughs> uh, i still don't know what that means um <laughs> so i did get the beta and you've got the beta and so we have the beta no, there you go. Yeah, yeah. beta's all I mean, betas it, for everyone. It, I, I, I probably wouldn't have done it even though it's a public beta, except I saw a lot of people on Twitter that, like, actual developers saying, hey, it kind of seems like this latest beta is really stable and isn't killing our batteries, so maybe consider it. Yeah, so I, did I it think and, uh, yeah. It's, it's nice. I did end up, I think I talked to you about this. I turned off, I was, my battery was getting hosed, and I um, went into the... Um, privacy i think and location services mm-hmm. and, and started started to, to wheel it down whittle it down yeah there's a lot of these some of them i guess they're written so that it's either they can always access your 
your location or never, then what I prefer is while using. So if I'm using it, they can look. But then some of them are like I went through and there were at least two or three that were always using my location and using it even when I wasn't using the app. And I was like, no, that's ridiculous. You don't need to. Taco Bell doesn't need to know where I am. Like, I know where Taco Bell is. So I turned those off and my battery's doing a lot better now. Well, good. That's, yeah. that's hap- I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me too. Uh, so get the betas if you choose. Um, I'm sure you'll put a link in the show notes to the I site where you have will. to go download because you actually you can't get it from the software update on the settings. No, you have you to go through like to, an install a profile and all that. Yeah, you have to actually like physically go get it. You have to put some effort into it. I shall put a link in the show notes. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a hard process. It's just, it's a process. So it's, it's, it's something that you have to do. Yeah. So something else that you're going to have to do. What are we going to have to do? You're going to have to get on it onto the Amazon on the interwebs on July 15th. Yes. We've got uh, what prime day, Amazon prime day for their uh, anniversary. <laughs> um, it's what is it? Is it their years? 20th? No, 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 no. Uh, is it 20 years? I can't remember. See, it'll say here. Um, of course, it doesn't say. It's a one-day only event filled with more deals than Black Friday, exclusively for Prime members around the globe. Yeah. So I feel really like elitist now. Yeah, you should. Yeah. It's exclusively. Oh, and then there's they have a Prime pantry for everyday essentials. Essentials. I oh. should be getting more of that kind of stuff from them because we end up going to Target and it's just a waste of time. Should not do that. Because you know what that means. It means you go to Target and you you spend a hundred dollars. You can't walk out of there unless yeah. $100. It's the Target tax. You walk in, you end up spending ten times what you planned on spending. There you go. You so can get July, water July 15th, from Amazon. Check out Amazon Prime. For yeah, Prime. we don't really know what any of the deals will be yet, but it's sure to be lots of super awesome deals. It's a one day shopping uh, event. You better check it out. Yeah, exclusive deals from electronics toys video games movies clothing patio lawn and garden sports and outdoor items and more i should work for amazon uh yeah that looks awesome yeah so we'll uh we'll we'll report back um wednesday we wanted to get that out and i'm pretty sure hopefully this episode will um will go out oh i certainly hope so (laughs) well by then i don't make any promises but Uh, so moving into more Comic Con related, oh, which is going to so be the much. bulk of of this this discussion here. Yes. Um, starting with Star Wars. Yeah, we got a lot of Star Wars stuff. So yesterday, which was Friday, was the Star Wars panel. Yep. And they started it off that afternoon with launching their new Star Wars app. Yeah, I think it officially launched day before but they announced it that semantics. day yeah semantics and i did download it and okay. it's it's interesting what is i have not i meant to download it so, but i didn't download it Sorry. i mean it's basically like you load it up and you pick which <laughs> is that, you what, you do? Is that no. what you do to that's what the kids are doing now you load it up load it up <laughs> and you pick which theme you want you can either have jedi or uh empire or dark side i guess or theme? Like, like a droid. Theme. Yeah, theme. Oh, okay. You put droid, didn't you? No, I put dark side. Nice. And um, I've actually already deleted the app. But, <laughs> um, but the, what it's basically for is it's like all this. I mean, you can get videos from StarWars.com, like movie stuff. Okay. And they have like GIFs that you can put into text messages you and download the, sound you download files. Huh? Download 
Can you download the show? Can you download the episodes? The mm. the, the remastered versions? No. No, but I can get you those. No, <laughs> no, no, I have those. I want <laughs> I want to know if I could download the the ones with like the the CGI Jabba that they step on his tail and mm. no? I haven't seen that. No, don't know what I'm I don't talking think about. I don't think the kids are real big on CGI Jabba. On shot first? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're killing me. Um so it's basically just like, you know, content stuff for you to play with, like sounds and pictures and stuff like that. I mean, it's interesting and it's free. Trying to suck you um, into the brand. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It's Get just a portal for their other licensures. Yeah, basically. And then there's also there's a new Disney GIF app that. Is similar in that I saw you tweet about yeah, this. I was trying to get it to work the way I wanted it to because I thought, okay, well, it's all these gifts, so I can just like, like, upload them somewhere and like link to them or something. But it doesn't let you do that. It like downloads it as like a raw thing, and then or copies it, and you can put it in a message to text to somebody. But you can't really tweet it because it doesn't paste in the right way. And so I was like, oh well, maybe I can I can paste it into Dropler. And then I can like tweet one of those, but it doesn't do that. It just, it just sends up the first frame. And I'm just like, what's the point of this thing? If only thing I can do with it is message. The the funniest part of it was like, so I was, you know, behind on my Twitter when you were tweeting all that stuff and, you know, I could just see you working it out. You were like the interwebs velociraptor <laughs> and, uh, you just, working on the doorknob. <laughs> you just, uh, you're like, oh, sweet, new Disney GIF app. And then I'm like scrolling through the uh, back up through the timeline after I see that one. And then like, you know, 30 tweets later, you're like, oh, this is not what I, I guess this is not what I thought it was going to be. This is for kids to kids or something. Yeah, it, that's what it seems like. It seems like it's like for kids to like send text messages to each other. And I'm like, this is not geared towards me at all. Does Beatrix text? No, she doesn't oh, okay. have a phone or anything. Uh, she has an iPad. There you go. She has your iPad? She has my old one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she doesn't use it very much because it's really slow. She tends iPad to steal two, my iPad, iPad. Your iPad 2? Yeah, I think it is an iPad 2. Yeah. But she tends to steal my uh, iPad mini when she wants to do something on the iPad. Uh, well, that's dead technology now, so yeah, she can have it. it's obsolete. <laughs> um, well, cool. So da- uh, download and then delete the Star Wars app. Exactly. Do that. Um, so some big updates on Star Wars. Yes. Uh, the first being that they announced uh, the, the next iterations of the of the line, right? They announced who's going to direct uh, the next movie. Yes. So we we heard, didn't we? We heard there was going to be a, a Boba Fett movie, right? They there Did, was, but that wasn't confirmed, was it? It was neither confirmed nor denied. Right. Well, this one's actually confirmed. Okay. We this are is gonna, getting, it's going to be like a young Han Solo movie. Young Han Solo. Yeah. Directed by directed by Christopher Miller and Phil Lord. Oh, I thought who's the one that who's Colin Trevorrow directing or whatever. Uh, the guy from Jurassic World is directing one of them. I don't know. Oh. I can look that up. No, um, you. I'll look it up. You discuss the young. Han okay. Solo. These these fellows, uh, Christopher Miller and Phil Lord, they're directing the new Han Solo movie. We don't I don't think we have a title yet. Um, but these guys, they were behind Lego Movie and Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. So they're like legit filmmakers. They make good stuff. Um, and it's going to be written by Lawrence and John Kasdan. You've heard the name Lawrence Kasdan before, I'm sure. Uh, Sorry, I was on mute. Yes, uh, <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan is the man. He is the man. He, I guess he co-wrote Raiders, Empire, Jedi, 
and he co-wrote Force Awakens, amongst many other things. Uh, he did a great job with White Earp, too, which is a very underrated uh, it's movie. Kevin Costner, Kevin right? Costner. Yeah, everyone always looks to Tombstone, Tombstone. Yeah. as the like titular White Earp documentary. Well, and wouldn't I, White Earp be the titular one? Actually, you would think so, but <laughs> I don't know. People got their arms all up in Val Kilmer and what's his... Who else? Who did... Uh, uh, Kurt Russell? Val, Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, yeah. But I honestly think that... Uh, Kevin Costner, and I obviously have a Kevin Costner bias, but I do uh, too. He did an amazing job as White Earp, and Dennis Quaid as Doc Holliday was awesome. Wow. Yeah. So I I, I would have gone with Randy Quaid, but whatever. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. Okay. I meant to watch it many times, but I've never. All actually right. Watched you it. may need to borrow. You may need to borrow it for me. So uh, it's a great. It's more of a sweeping epic. It's like it's like his life story. So it's like from the beginning to to the end. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know Tombstone's one part of his life. And yeah, that's what and not Tombstone. even like not like near the end. Yeah, yeah, near the end. So there's a lot of other really cool stuff. So it's a very very underrated, very good movie. Uh, Lords Kazan did that movie. Yeah, he's very talented, and mm-hmm. uh, so he's writing a screenplay for the Han Solo movie with his son John Kazan, who wrote some episodes of Dawson's Creek. Oh, well, there you go. That's yeah. why. Yeah, I mean, God, Dawson's Creek, it just it still holds up today. Yes, it does. The Creek. Um, I mean, he's got some other credits, too, but, like, whatever. Um, so this is going to be, I guess, a story this epi- about. This is episode eight. Is that right? No, it's going to be, like, a standalone. It's not oh. part. And I think oh. I think it's going to be, like, a. um. Like a young Han Solo, like maybe when he meets Chewbacca and and all that stuff, which is I think it's going to be really interesting. OK, um, um, I saw they're... one guy talking about who are they going to get to play it? And I saw a lot of sad tweets about River Phoenix. And then uh, then I saw him. Uh, they linked to this other dude and I can't remember his name, but he looked just like uh, young Harrison Ford. But I can't remember who he was, so I shouldn't have brought it up. Nice. So Han Solo movie. We're getting a Han Solo movie. I don't think they did. They say when they were going to release this. I don't mm, think they did. No. Let me pull up the link here. But I did have an update that Colin Trevorrow was rumored for Star Wars Episode nine. That's what I had heard. Oh, OK. There so you go. Ryan, Ryan Johnson is on board for eight. And then um, they're looking at what's his face from Jurassic World. Colin Trevorrow for Episode nine. Cool. Uh, Slated for release on May 25th, 2018. There you go. But we don't have a title yet, do we? No, they just say, uh, yeah, on Star Wars Anthology, Han Solo, Young Han Solo. I'm super excited. The story focuses on how young Han Solo became the smuggler, thief, and scoundrel whom Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi first encountered in the cantina at Mos Eisley. Oh, I'm so excited. Can you talk about while you're on the topic of exciting? How about that Comic Con reel? Okay, all right. So I don't really follow Comic Con all that closely because, as as with most things, like the good stuff's going to filter out, and either you're going to retweet it, and I'll see it that way, or somebody else <laughs> will talk about. It. So I don't really follow it all that closely. But I saw. I'm your strainer. I am your Comic Con. You really are, and and bitch. it's been very reliable. So that's what I go with. So I also all, all the Katie Lloyd uh, retweets. Yes, like <laughs> Canary. Uh, don't ever stop doing that. Um, so I saw there's I, some uh, Emily Beth Ricards uh, yeah, thrown in there. Yeah, I mean equal opportunity. So there I saw go. I can't remember who tweeted it, but somebody sent a link to it, 
uh, it might have been the Star Wars account. I don't remember, but the link to the Comic Con. Uh, what is the official name of this thing? Uh, it's not like the Sizzler reel. It's just the Comic Con 2015 reel. And so they put this thing together, and it's like a bunch of behind the scenes footage. Yeah, it's what they sh- I guess is what they showed, or maybe initially showed to everyone in Hall H on their right. their time last night because um, that was all coming through. I kept getting updates with people I was following on Twitter about everything that was happening. And uh, they watched this, and it was unbelievable, and they had the cast out there, and then they actually got invited to a concert. So they Ooh. all, everyone in Hall H got invited to a concert outside, and they all were outside, and they all got lightsabers, and they <laughs> they literally, it was like the San Diego Symphony or something, and they played music from... The movie Howard the Duck had, had everyone. Yes, had everyone sitting outside with their lightsabers, and it was like nerd central. That's awesome. So I watched this video, mm-hmm. and as soon as I, I I'm not gonna lie, at the yeah. end Little I started feels. tearing up. Feels lots of feels at the end. I had the feels with Han Solo and his <clears throat> supposed daughter. Yes, uh, that was when in the, co- in the cockpit when he sits down. Ugh. So. Okay, I'll say this. If you don't so good. if you want so to go through the rest of the summer and the fall and watch this movie without knowing anything about anything, you do not want to watch this video. Because you're not going to be able to help going through and being like, "Ooh, what is that? What is that? What is that?" Mm-hmm. For instance, uh we got to look at a certain uh I, I guess I should just put a spoiler horn. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Uh, Okay, so we're going to talk about spoilers. I mean, they're not big spoilers, but they're spoilers. They talk spoiler, spoiler-ish. Spoiler light, yeah. Like mini, so, like mini spoilers. Yeah, mini, not many, many. Um, so they, we, the emphasis of this video was that they were using real props, real sets. They're actually filming things instead of doing crap in the computer. So the it's miniature, all going to look the real. The miniatures looked awesome. They looked awesome amazing so much detail unbelievable and then like the alien costumes Mm -hmm. just look i mean it's like it's like rick baker jizzed all over everything it's just amazing simon Simon peg simon peg oh god you You love that oh that that gave me like the biggest nerd boner um so like there's a couple things you see that are kind of spoilery you get to see a crashed tie fighter in the desert which I'm like, oh, I can put two and two together. That's probably John Boyega's TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see Daisy Ridley flying the Falcon with Han Solo, which uh, that was when I was like, oh, that's his daughter. Uh, and I started tearing up a little. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it's, a, it's so, so good. If you're, if you're interested in what they've been doing like behind the scenes and how they've been filming it, and how excited all these people are about making this movie, it's really worth watching. But like I said before, and I've already ruined it for you, if you don't want to know anything about the movie, you don't want to watch this. Just watch it after the movie comes out. So good, though. I don't think it really <sighs> spoils stuff. I, I don't... It doesn't set out to, I don't believe. But I mm-hmm. think if you're, just, like, so really watching... Don't think watching, too hard about it. Just watch it once, and then don't watch it again. Yeah, yeah, do that. Then you won't have to overanalyze it. I, think it's, I don't think it's any more spoilery than the trailer was. If you really think about it, I mean, in the trailer, you get to see stuff. The, what For me, what was really cool was you could really tell that everyone that was a part of that movie really understood how important it was. Yes. Or like understood what that universe meant. 
to not only everyone working on the movie, but everyone else that's going to be watching it and purchasing all the stuff into Disney that's paying for it all. But um, it's just that Star Wars and that universe and that canon is very sacred. Yeah. And uh, I think you're it's, finally. It's, 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 it seems like they, they got it. It seems like J.J. Abrams like righted the ship and said, you know, top top down. This is how it's going to be. This is what we're going to do. And if you're on board with me, we're going to make a badass movie. If you're not, you know, get the fuck out. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm hip. I'm on fleet. He says it just like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can. I, I want th- you to save that for some. I don't know. Should I make that a drop? The G, exactly you saying that GTFO. Yeah. Done and done. Um, so um, you can like like you said, you can tell these people are passionate about it. I think a lot of it is the fact that this is these people, much like myself and other people of my generation, and even people older than us. Mm. These people are are people who grew up with Star Wars, yeah. watching it over and over and over again, and and understanding how important it is to people, and not just thinking thinking of it as yet another movie, as a certain creator of Star Wars seemed to do. Um, they just care more. And so I think you're going to see that when the movie comes out. Caring is sharing. Caring is sharing and sharing is caring. And we've got a lot more to talk about. We do. So can we talk about, can we talk about Batman? Can we always talk about Batman? Cause I love Batman. <laughs> I know you're excited. About I love it. Batman. There's so much Batman to talk about. I will say uh, right off the start. Okay. You asked me to watch that trailer and you didn't watch it. I watched it and it was amazing. Okay. We'll start with that then. So we're still talking about Comic-Con uh, t- today was Warner Brothers, and they premiered a lot of good content. Uh, not the least of which is a new Batman versus Superman trailer, which really delves into the consequences of Man of Steel, which I love. I love this. You know, it makes me want to go back and watch it again. Right. Well, it's like when you look at. I know. I think I need to do that as well. Um, you look at Avengers and everything, you know, all these other movies where all this destruction happens. Like, what's the what's the cost? Like, what's the price of all this destruction? Mm-hmm. And you can clearly see from the trailer, spoiler alert, put another spoiler in for a trailer. Okay. Mini spoiler. Okay. Um, that <laughs> that the, the build, one of the buildings that was destroyed in the end of Man of Steel was Wayne Enterprises, Wayne Financial. And right. you can see Bruce Wayne running to the building and the people that have died in that that he knows and... Um, he's, he's pissed. He's pissed, man. Don't mess. Don't mess with the bat. Don't mess um, with Batfleck. But you've got there's so much going on in this trailer. So from that, you got that kind of whole how to you know people don't understand this Superman guy and what he's doing. Is he good? Is he bad? How do what do we think about him? You've got Batman, who's kind of on the at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. What I thought was really cool is something that one of the people on Twitter uh, sent out was that the idea is that Gotham and Metropolis are sister cities. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Oakland and San Francisco, or Central City and Starling City. Love it even better. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. So, I mean, their world kind of is really wrapped in each other. And so, you've got this whole dichotomy going on. You've got Lex Luthor in this picture, um, kind of stirring the pot, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, Eisenberg got, looks good. Yeah, he, he's he looks a little he looks a little creepy. Yeah. Um, and you've got Wonder Woman who's who's making an appearance in here. Yes. And then somewhere you've also got some some Joker drops. Yes. So uh, well, you already did the spoiler horn. Um, so you get to see this one clip for like a second, less than a second, yeah. of what looks like a bat suit. 
or a Nightwing suit. There, there was yeah. There was, there well, was I mean, Batman or Nightwing. You, at first glance, you can't tell, and it has something written on it. It's clearly written by the Joker. Yeah, it says the joke's on you, Batman. Yeah, and I saw somebody. Was it something you retweeted? I can't remember what it was. Somebody tweeted a thing that was a close up of it, and you can see that it's the Robin and or Nightwing logo. Mm. It's not Batman's outfit. It's it's his. Uh, Maybe he killed him or something. Yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of lot of. So you'll see a lot of. Hopefully, that. maybe we'll get a little a little bit of that in maybe a little presence of Jared Leto as this whole because we know that Batman has a role in uh-huh. Suicide Squad, um, and in some some capacity. So this whole idea of these shared universes as they're building to a Justice League movie because we also know I don't think I I don't remember seeing it in this specific trailer but obviously um, Cal Drogo is, right. is going to be in this movie too is Aquaman so you've got in just this movie alone you got Batman you got Superman you got Wonder Woman and you have Aquaman uh, just I'm sorry movie. I can't help but laugh at Aquaman uh, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they make him look like he seriously needs some shampoo like he's that 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 uh, salinated water gross <laughs> just gross uh yeah, I I I watched this at your recommendation, and I thought mm. it was amazing. I yeah. thought it was absolutely amazing. I will obviously put a link in the show notes, but uh, it was so good. And you should so also good. you should also rewatch Man of Steel for the amazing supporting uh, performance of Kevin mm. Costner. Oh, I uh, thought you were gonna say Amy Adams. Yeah, she's good, but but well, Kevin she's, Costner, she's good. She's good, but Kevin yeah, Costner. Kevin Costner was really really good in that movie. Kevin Costner was really good. That it was it, that part was re, was more was better written than most the Superman dad stuff is written. Well, and also if that makes any sense. Yeah, and also you in the trailer you see Zod's body. Yes. So they've recovered. Like I think uh, Luther has his body, or someone has his body that they're going to do something crazy oh. with. I mean, it, so there's so much in this trailer. It seems like Warner Brothers finally is starting to get the right idea that they can't they have the they've got the history, they've got the stories to compete with Marvel. Like just Mar- do you it. know, yeah. I know Marvel it just because they were the first to kind of get their act together and then obviously they've got Disney to kind of fund the checks and stuff, but um Warner Brothers has the history, man. They were the first, man, mm-hmm. with Superman and um They've got they've got yeah, they enough started, stuff. They started to really Batman go. in the sixties. They're they're kicking ass in TV, um, so it's time it's time for them to bring it to the big screen. It'd be interesting to see. Obviously, as they're building the Justice League, they're going to have a uh, a Flash iteration on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so not going to be what's his face, is it? No, no, no. no. It's not going to be. Uh, I really Gary like him, Grant Gustin. Uh, I don't know if he's like movie Flash worthy, but I really like him. I think he's good. Yeah, it's he's funny. I mean, it's funny because I remember watching him in Arrow and being like, yeah, really? Like this scrawny kid? Yeah. Like, you, you want me to build – you want to build a show around this guy? And I'm really supposed to really – I love – that show is amazing. It is a great show. I and There are, there are many weeks where I, I, I watch Arrow because I like Arrow and I like what's yeah. going on. But like I really look forward to The Flash. It was a down season for Arrow. Yeah, it, it really you're, was. You're invested at this point. It's kind of like Sons of Anarchy, like – you get in, you get, yeah. you know, there's a couple bad seasons there. I mean, but it's you not like, it. it's not like Walking Dead where I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch this. Why am I watching this? But <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not, it's not the Flash. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, it's I'll still give it good. To, it's just. I'll give it to them. Yeah. So, so lots of good stuff in this trailer. Yes. Lots of good stuff to look forward to next year with the Batman versus Superman movie. Um, very cool. And very we cool. did find out 
that uh, Mr. Mr. Affleck is going to be Bat- directing a Batman Batfleck. movie. Well, his name is Batfleck. Batfleck. He's going to. I mean, if you're if you're really looking and saying, okay, I have to make a solo Batman movie. I mean, really, choice A, B, and C should be the guy that's named Batfleck. So I did see a theory on Twitter that he's actually going to direct a Batman movie in in an attempt to get hostages out of Iran. Oh, okay. So, like, Batman, go fuck yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Excellent. That was a good movie. That Underrated. was a really good movie. Uh, great role, great supporting role by Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that movie and, jo- so good. and John Goodman. I got to rewatch that movie, too. So you do need to rewatch that movie. It's, it's, you got to be in a mood. You do. That's like, but... a, that's like a cigar and bourbon, like, kind of night like you like you really got to be in a mood for it but it's it's well worth it it really is yeah um so still on batman uh i bought arkham knight for the ps4 and i refuse i bought it like a couple days before i got the new tv installed and i refused to play it on the snow tv that was probably a good decision yeah so you've played it on the 4k i've played it on the 4k and it it looks beautiful oh is it is it everything that that mm-hmm. it's hyped up? To it's be? the best. It's the best game, and I actually didn't play the last one, so I've played. This I is heard the, the last one wasn't as good. Yeah, I don't know. I I just it was a different studio that had done it, and it was an origin story, so I really didn't. I didn't lose anything um, by not playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of before the other stories had happened. So um, the other games were very good. Uh, and um, so there was uh, Arkham Knight or Arkham Asylum, which was very good. And then Arkham City, uh, which, which doesn't was, make any sense, which was like the death of Joker and all this stuff, which was really cool at the end. And then uh, Arkham Origins was the pre- prequel. And mm-hmm. then and then this is uh, Arkham Knight. And they actually created a whole new character in the in canon in the, in the universe for this for the story. Really? The, the, the Arkham Knight. So the whole thing about this is who is this Arkham Knight along with you've got Catwoman and the Riddler and Nightwing's in here. Nice. And, and so you've got Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Oracle. Mm. Um, mm. So in the best part is I am a you, Barbara Gordon fan. Best part is they have the Batmobile. I heard that the Batmobile was super, super it's, badass. It's pretty cool. Dry, like you, and you they jump you right in from the beginning, which I think is very smart uh, on a couple of like car missions. But it's really fun driving through Gotham City, and it's a it's very much like a it's like raining and bright lights, like Vegasy um, neons, and you're just driving through the city. It's very cool. It's it's very like Batman Forever esque, mm-hmm. but still but but gritty, you know, not so much comic, you know, comical, um, but just the, with all the colors and stuff, it just made me think of that. Uh, it's uh, it's a very cool game. I'm I'm not far into it, but I'm very much uh, intrigued by it, and it's it's a fun uh, Batman game. It got uh, I follow the folks over at Polygon, and they gave it mm. glowing reviews. Great, great folks over there. Yeah, they're good folks, good people. It's it's just that the graphics are. I mean, you can tell it's a next generation game made for a next generation system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they pushed it to the limits, and it's just beautiful. So I highly recommend Bat- Batman: Arkham Knight. It's going to uh, get me through to Madden and Mad Max. Oh, I'm so excited in, for Mad Max. In, Speaking uh, of video game news, you'll want to know that uh, they announced the release date for Disney Infinity 3.0. Oh, man, I had not seen them. Yeah. So glad you told me. Yeah, end of August, we're going to get Disney Infinity 3.0. Well, there you go. Get excited. I've got this, all the Star Wars packs already pre-ordered. 
Boom. And I'm I'm getting ready to pre-order the Inside Out packs. Oh, that well. has been requested by someone good, who lives. Good with movie. Me. Oh my god, yeah. that movie! Like, if you t- cried at Toy Story three, mm. you're gonna be like, you need you're gonna need a towel for Inside Out. I was going to take my nephews. My nephews are coming uh, next week, and uh, for an impromptu visit, and uh, I was going to take them to go see it. But their dad said that they're not really into it. They want to go see the Minions movie. They're going to see the Minions movie oh, this week. Definitely going to see the Minions movie. But so. uh, Inside Out, you know how Pixar it kind of specializes in making a movie that the kids really like, but the adults get more out of it. Mm-hmm. This is like that times a million. Like it's still a good movie for kids, and kids are going to enjoy Ooh. it. Who directed this? Brad Bird? Um, uh, no? no, it was um, Pete Doctor? Doctor. Yeah. Ah, Pete Doctor. Pete, uh, I'm going to make you cry, Doctor. Wow. And, um, and he did a great job, and it's, it's a great little movie. And um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to you know, ruin it or anything, but it, yeah. it, 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 if you're a parent, it's going to make you cry. Something about an imaginary friend and, yeah. And yeah, there is an imaginary someone friend, dies which or is something. quite know. humorous. Um, um, it's, so yeah, it's really good. It. Good. Well, I'll have to put it on my list. Yeah. Um, one real quick thing before we move out of Comic-Con. Uh, I don't know if I had ever heard anything about this, but I saw it come through quite a bit in the last couple of days. So I had to throw it on there. And that is this new web series called Con Man. Yeah. Tell me about this. What is this? Had you ever, had you seen this before? No, I, not at all. So this was so interesting to me. So this is going to be a web series that's available on, is it Vimeo or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vimeo. Um, yeah. They, Vimeo is doing this thing now where you can like buy uh, or rent movies on their service. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. So this series is hilarious because it's pretty much making fun of, it's not, ma- it's not making fun of Firefly, but it's just making fun of the fact that like, it was such a good show and then Fox like canceled it and thought it was shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's starring Alan Tudyk and, uh, and oh gosh, Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. um, as actors who w- were on this amazing sci-fi show that got canceled <laughs> called spectrum, which is pretty much firefly. Yeah. And, and Alan Tudyk's career goes down the tube and he's like stuck at going to these stupid comic con events <laughs> Um, you know, and people are like these nerd alerts coming out there. Oh my God, you were so amazing in episode four. Um, and then Nathan Fillion has gone on to this like great career, which is like, so what's exactly happened, right? It so it's funny. Is, yeah. I mean, fun of themselves, but he's, he, there's one scene where Alan Tudyk's like, Oh, do you like know this guy? Cause I could really use this part. And he was like, and Nathan Fillion was like, uh, well, just cause you know, famous people don't know every other famous person. Just because we're famous, he's like, oh, but I do know him. But, I mean, it's it looks so funny. And uh, what's his face? Um, his wife, uh, the the black girl, is in there too. And she had a little cameo there, so I don't know how big of a role she's playing. But uh, it looks really, really funny. Oh, this looks really good. So I'm all over it. I think it premieres this fall. Um, but it just seems like they're totally just making fun of that whole situation, which is, I think like at this point, 10 years, like that's what you do, right? Yeah. Um, it's no one's fault except Fox's and you got to have fun with it. And I think they've, you know, they've had a, a nice career, um, with the cult following. Uh, but it's just so funny to see them kind of make fun of that whole situation and how that looks. It's kind of like galaxy quest, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing that kind of whole play out. 
Um, so I'm all in on con man. So I don't know how I'm going to digest this. Um, you might have to this content pay money for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to figure that out and we'll, we'll maybe give some updates. But this is the first that I'd heard about it. So link in the show notes um, to uh, the con man series. Oh, let's see. I guess they had a looks like they had a um, had like a, like Kickstarter a, thing or something on Indiegogo. Yeah. OK. They raised yeah. they raised three million dollars. Jesus. Wow. wow. And it ended on April 23rd. We I need to do that. one of those. Wow. Good Lord. Yeah. They, uh, I can't believe that they raised $3 million for that. That's good for them. Um, Vimeo on demand. Yeah. How do you yeah. Get Vimeo on demand. I think you just, you just go rent, and rent all for $14.99, three months streaming. Huh. We'll have to look into that a little bit more on, uh, how do we, how do we get Vimeo? Interesting. Um, okay. So that's Conman and that is, uh, Comic-Con. Now, briefly, we will discuss True Detective. True Detective. Season two. Yeah. Lot, lots going on in this show. There is a lot going on in this show and... A lot different than season one. It, it is. It is. It. I mean, there's there are similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the opening credits feel very similar. Mm-hmm. Um... That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, it is a different story. It's a very different story with very different people. Um, I don't want to say that I'm not into it, but it's, it hasn't put the hook in me like the first season did. Yeah, it's taken. I mean, we're still like I'm not caught. We tried to watch half and half the ep, we watched half the episode a couple of days ago, and I literally fell asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. So that tells you what you need to know. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's not great, in my opinion. Um, I think some of the performances are very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Rachel McAdams is doing very well. She is doing a great job. And she's been rumored for a role in Doctor Strange, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you one thing. She could break in and arrest me anytime. Yeah. I'm gonna start calling, the mashup is going to be Cumber McAdams. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Let's get that trending. <laughs> That's um, a lot of letters. <laughs> That's true. You just need a McBatch. I don't know. McBatch? That's not bad. <laughs> there you go. Is that better? That's not bad at all. Um, so I think Rachel McAdams is doing well. <laughs> I don't know quite how I feel about Vince Vaughn in that role. Um, uh, there have been some moments where I thought, oh, okay, he's he's doing good. This is good. Yeah. And then there have been some moments, especially in the third episode, where I was like, I don't know if he's right for this. Yeah. So uh, I'll watch it. It's good. Um I think the problem is I loved, loved, loved season one. Yeah. And I and I think I, I loved it for different reasons. I mean, I loved it, obviously, for McConaughey and Woody and their performances off of each other. Um, I loved it for the story and just how it sucked you into that world. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yeah. not feeling – I'm just not feeling sucked into the, that world. No, me that, Whether that's because that world's not as exciting or they just haven't fleshed out the story enough to draw me in, I don't know. Well, I thought – that at the end of season, have you finished episode two? Yeah, I'm like, I'm all but, I mean, the episode that just aired last Sunday, I watched half of that. Okay. One. Well, I thought at the end of season, at the end of episode two, when, uh, what, what's his face? Shots? Yeah. When what's his face gets shot, I thought, okay, 
A, this is really bold because they're killing a main character, which ended up not being true. But that would have been, been awesome. I thought that would have been really hooked, cool. I think they would have hooked me if they did do that. Yeah, and I not- saw several reviews that of went after episode three came out, and they were like, "Wait, he's not dead? What a letdown!" Because like that was really bold. Yeah, and I, then I actually would have been really, really into it if that had happened. But I thought seeing you know Birdman shoot him, mm-hmm. I thought okay, now we're going down this road of shit's getting strange again and yeah. i thought okay now it's gonna get crazy Especially because vince vaughn like sent him to the house yeah He's and i thought there's so much going on here and it's starting to get really weird and that's what i really want and then yeah. like right off the bat the next episode is like oh no he's alive and yeah they like yeah they clean it all up i was oh, like damn it God damn it so yeah so uh yeah we're we're meh right now yeah. um you know it, it is what it I mean, is i'm gonna watch it but yeah it's it's the yeah it's on the summer there's nothing else on so yeah. we're gonna watch it um so yeah, it's two detective. We'll talk more about it as it wraps. Yeah. Uh, now uh, you've got a lot of fucking links here. Yeah, um, I've got a ton of links. I'm not going to talk about all these stuff. All this stuff. All right. So 15 minutes on Apple Music. Go. There's no way I'm doing 15 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, 10 uh, minutes. Uh, let's Nine do. Maybe, minutes. Let's do maybe five. Okay, um, five minutes on Apple Music. So we've got Apple Music. Uh, finally, it debuted. Okay. Um, yay! Yay! I, okay, so. You need that too. You need like the Monty Python. Um, okay, we need to we need to have a day. When's your next? Don't you have a staycation coming up? Devote. I do. Actually. Devote ninety minutes to new drops, please, for for our listeners' sake. Okay, I'll do it. While your deck is in between stains on the deck, download. Hey, how do you know my plans? <laughs> uh, so. Um, what was that? Oh, Apple Music. <laughs> I'd forgotten about Apple Music. Um, as with most things that we talk about on here that are new, I'm like, yeah, I like it, and I can see why the people wouldn't. Run away! Run yeah, away! I can understand why some people wouldn't like it, but I have been trying to find the value in it, mm-hmm. and I think for me, I have found what is valuable about it. First of all, when you when talking about Beats One, Beats One is great. If you like the music that Beats One plays. So let's just say that's a looping, like a state or just a constantly streaming station. It's always on. And uh, for at least three or four hours a day, it's live in that there is an actual DJ in an actual room talking to you live and picking the songs live. And then each time, like, uh, are um, they in Cupertino? Is it? Is this where the no? Is? It's actually there's one in London, there's one in New York, and there's one uh-huh. in Los Angeles. Um, the the guy that's in Los Angeles, Zane something or other, like just to give you an example, and they do this with all of the shows. Like he will he broadcasts at noon on weekdays, and then at like midnight they rebroadcast it. Okay. Or is it midnight? It's not that late. It's at like maybe eight or nine. They rebroadcast it. So you get multiple chances to hear it, and they probably do it again overnight. And so there's multiple chances for you to hear that show again. And they do that for all of the three main DJs. And then, like, what I like to listen to is once a week, uh, St. Vincent does a mixtape hour. I think that's on Monday nights or Tuesday nights. I can't remember. She does a mixtape hour where she and the the thing behind the show is somebody – she's called somebody – and I don't Saint know. Vincent is a girl. Yeah, her name is um, Saint Vincent. Annie something. 
But her Pot. stage name is St. Vincent. Annie Potts? Yes, it's Annie Potts. And um, she looks really good. Um, Janine? It's Janine, yep. Mm-hmm. She, she, she has to do it at night because during the day, she's the receptionist at a ghost-busting place. Well, now it's, now it's Thor. Oh, that's Thor. right. It's him. That's right. Yeah. Thor's, Thor is the new Janine. Um, so she does this show where basically she talks on the phone with somebody and they tell her what like they're going through, what's happening in their life. And then she picks songs for them that, you know, are also entertaining songs. So it's, it's, it's an interesting show. It's an hour long and she picks a bunch of songs and then they'll rebroadcast that like four or five times during the week. And then she does it once a week. And then now Elton John is Sounds doing like the she's same got a thing. pretty good gig. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. I mean, she only works an hour a week for them, but she's also like an actual musician and does actual music. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's a, sounds so difficult. It's really tough. There's another show, uh, uh, basically just another mix show that mm-hmm. Elton John does that's really good. Candle and they do the, the same thing. Candle in the Wind. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Um, so, like, other than like the shows where somebody comes on and is like, you know, playing music I want to listen to, I don't really get that much out of Beats One because I don't listen to like hip hop, the hippity hop music. <laughs> I don't listen to hip hop. I don't. I don't listen to hip hop. Um, but uh, people of a certain generation, namely not me, will. It's, this is like enjoy the new it. thing. Yeah, it's it's super awesome and they love it. So like that's great. Beats One is fine. I would not pay this amount of money for beats one i wouldn't do it but beats beats one is such a culture like it's that general cultural generation like all the kids have beats headphones oh yeah you got your it's beats like headphones thing. you're listening to beats radio yeah it's it's culture more than it is like an actual like necessary part of life i want to think like what when we were growing up like what was something like that that we had to have like i don't know i was so out of the loop of what was popular? Sony like you had every had to have a disc man? I did have a disc man. And you had to have a disc man with a with a good buffer in it so that when you were walking it didn't scare. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well remember the first I had a first iteration one that would did that all the time and then it broke and then I got one that had a little window in it and that one was a lot better at the non skippage. Yeah, I, I, I had that. one by the time by the time they became obsolete, I had one that had a twenty second buffer on it. I need to one day I want to go like in my wonderful. attic and find my old disc man and just start like I want to walk around playing it. Please do. Please I wanna, do. I want to go for a run and like just strap <laughs> and like holster it next to me. No, you should get an armband. Oh, nice. And be like and be like on the treadmill. Yes. And be like and I'll be running and I'll be like, oh, next song. And then I'll just be like, <laughs> click. <laughs> and then and then in the middle I'll be like, oh wait, I need to change a disc. <laughs> And then, and then pull the disc out and then pull one out of like my little holes, my little belt and then pop the new disc in. Yeah, you and need a fanny it. pack with like a CD holder in it. Yes. And then I'm just while people are watching me, just like, oh, I just had to change the disc. Just changing discs. No biggie. I ran, I ran out of songs. I only had, there's only 13 on that disc. <laughs> oh my God, I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Oh. I would do like a webisode. Oh, it'd be perfect. We could raise $3 million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> start that page uh so like i would not pay for beats as as good as those two shows are like i would not pay good money for beats one but the the value to me is in all the other stuff so you can get uh all these radio stations they've got a bunch of curated ones and you can make a radio station out of any song any album any artist which is is super convenient because 
Like I've gotten on this kick of listening to all this like classical music again that I haven't listened to since I was a kid. And so like you can go in and go to like the Berlin Philharmonic page and just set a radio station that's just them and just pull stuff off of their albums. And it's really great. And and that sounds, you know, that doesn't sound all that different from what iTunes radio was, except with a paid Apple Music subscription, I can skip an unlimited number of tracks. So I, we can put on a radio station and like just anything yeah. that comes when we don't have to worry about how many skips we have left. We just, no, nope, I don't want to hear that. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, but you're paying for that. Well, not yet. <laughs> no, but you're going to be paying. I'm going to be, yes. $15 a month. So what's that? $150, $180 a year? Yes. But, that's, and, that's, and I think if it were just that, I also would not pay for it. If it were just that, even if it were that in the, the Beats 1. I would not pay for that. But what it comes down to for me, the real value is I can literally listen to any album, any song, just about anything I want, anytime I want. I have listened to so much music over the past couple of weeks that there's no way I would pay money for all these albums. I just wouldn't do it. Like, so how are you seeking out this? So this is my thing is like, I, you know, I listen to all the music that I have or I'll have playlists or stuff of thing of bands that I like that they'll do that and more or whatever. But how are you, if you're saying you're listening to more music than you would ever purchase, like how are you searching out that music and finding it? A couple of different ways. One is on the radio stations. So you're saying, oh, that's a cool song. Yeah, that's a cool song. I want to listen to the rest of that album or, you know, or it'll just pop into my head like, like I wanted to listen to the Sirens album and I don't own it. So I just listened to Sirens. And how, e- how easy is it if you listen to a song off of another playlist and say, wow, I want to listen to the rest of that album. How easy it is. How easy is it to do that? Um, if within you're in the app, within the app, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, there's a little bit of navigation to do there. If you're in iTunes, it's very easy. But so in the app, we mean in the so I thought the app is oh no so no, iTunes is on your Mac and the music app is on your phone and your iPad. Oh, yeah. So, but the other thing that they do, but they, there's also the iTunes Store. Yeah. On your app, on your iPhone. So and where th- would you go if you wanted to do that on your iPhone? How would you do that? I would go into the music app and just search for the album I wanted. Okay. You would not go to iTunes. No, I wouldn't even bother going to iTunes. Um, fuck iTunes, fuck it, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, so there's so there's all these radio stations. There's there's all that. Then there's this thing called For You, where if, as you, it, they've changed the system. So if you, if you like skip something on a radio station, like it doesn't register that as oh I didn't like it. It just ignores it. But if you do the little heart to say that you like it, then that factors into this new thing they have called For You, where they suggest albums and playlists that you might like to listen to. And so, like, right now I've got, let's see, one, two, three playlists, and then a whole bunch of albums, and then a few more playlists, and then a whole bunch of albums. I mean, on this For You page, and and the other thing about the For You page is they keep adding stuff to it, but they never take off stuff they've suggested so if you're in iTunes and you scroll down your for you page, like mine is literally like ridiculously long and because all these albums and playlists that they've suggested to me, they're all still here. So like I can go back and I can like this intro to Jimi Hendrix playlist that they suggested like on day one 
I can go back and listen to that, or I can scroll all the way back up and I can listen to the indie rock adrenaline boost playlist that they suggested today. So there's all these albums and playlists that they're suggesting, and then you can search for anything you want. So that's really neat. But then, you know, all these playlists are basically like curated playlists. So you can go in, like if I'm going to the indie rock adrenaline boost playlist, I can go in and, it's, and it'll say playlist by Apple Music Indie, and I can like follow Apple Music Indie if I want to, and I can see all their playlists. So like it just, they try to make it so there's a lot of different ways you can find stuff. Yeah. Um, you, realize, you realize you've been talking about this for like 15 minutes. God damn it. I'm going to do five. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. No, it's, this is good because you've given me a different perspective on it. I just, it's hard to bite the bullet. I know you have three free months. Yeah. But it's hard to... And, and maybe that's maybe that's something where I, well it automatically charge you right at the end or you can go you in. You can and, go into your subscription and turn off auto renew, so it'll just stop it. The only maybe thing at some point I'll try it. The thing see. to know is when you go in, there's a thing where you can add stuff to my music. So I've added a bunch of stuff to my music. Like I've got, I don't I don't even know how many songs I've added to my music since I started Apple Music, but it's a ton. It's like if, Spotify where you have access to those yeah, albums exactly. and, you them, and you throw them on your phone, right? That's a very good analogy. And if I don't renew my Apple Music, those are going to just disappear from my library. Oh, it's like they never happened. It's like, back like to the they future. never happened. And, then, you know, there was a little bit of controversy over, like, what is going to be DRM'd and what isn't. But they kind of have to make that stuff DRM because if you're just renting it and you stop your subscription, like, they have to have a way to delete it. So that's why that stuff's all DRM. But you can right. you can right. download 15, it. And, Fifteen seconds. Explain DRM real quick. Okay, DRM is a is an embedded bit of code in that music file that lets them protect how it's distributed. Wow, that was five seconds. Way to go! Boom. Good. Um, so I see. So as long as you keep the subscription, you keep the music. You mm-hmm. goodbye to the subscription. Goodbye to music. Yeah. seems like you get a lot of stuff. I mean, which I think I hopefully you would for fifteen dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's an HBO Now subscription. Yeah, right? I think if you well, I mean, if it's just you, you can do it for ten. But I went ahead and did the fifteen because it's going to be both of us. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you're right. Um, it is you do get a lot for the money. You're paying a lot, but you get a lot. I think it would be very easy to pay for it and not get your money's worth out of it. Question: If you're using the same iTunes account, yeah, you still have to. Get the family? How do they how do they regulate? That? My guess is no. Because I think what's going on, if I had to guess, and I don't know this for sure, I think what it is is okay, so let's say I'm using my iTunes account. I've put all this music on on my Apple Music. I've done like my playlists and, and all this stuff. And my wife is on her iTunes um ID. She's not gonna see all that stuff. Well, she could see it, but like She's going to have to search for it or something like it's going to be like two uh, different accounts. Okay. Interesting. But I think if we okay. shared one, then we'd just see everything in one. So. I yeah, think that's, that's what I don't know, because the wife and I, we just shared iTunes account out, out of ease of use for mo- mostly for apps is what it really came down yeah. to. Like if I was purchasing apps, but it was before, you know, all this, all the stuff where you could have separate things. Yeah. Um, I will say that, that it at least initially it might be better now. When we signed up for the trial, the family sharing thing was kind of a, a cluster because like you would have like we, we had family sharing on. We've had it on since you could have it. And I went to put Apple Music on her phone and it signed her up for a new 
Apple Music subscription. And I'm like, what's going on? I couldn't figure it out. And so, like, I couldn't change her back to being under my plan. And I got in touch with Apple, and they were just like, sorry, you can't change it. You've got to wait until um, her subscription stops. Don't auto-renew it, and it'll stop, and then you can put her on yours. And I'm like, that seems really stupid, but okay. So, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Where's the Where's the the guy with the hands up emoji? Or yeah, emoji exactly. Nah. I, I will say it's it's not perfect. There's places they could they could improve it. One place that I think they really need to improve things is like you if you go into radio, like to I had all these radio stations from iTunes Radio, and if you just go to the regular radio page, it looks like they're gone. It looks like they've just disappeared. And you see recently played stations, you see Beats One front and center, mm-hmm. and then you see the recently played stations that you've played. Then you see all their featured stations, which aren't that many. And then they have all the genre stations below it. But there's no place for, like, saved radio stations. But I did find that if you go into Recently Played, they're all still there. At least most of them are still there. I don't. Yeah, it looks like all of them are still there. Um, oh, I'm going to retweet something. But, You're going to love it. Am I? But we're, we're, we're in the midst of Comic-Con right now, and lots of stuff's happening. Wow. I'm way behind on my tweets. Westworld photos released at Comic-Con. Oh. They look amazing. Uh, I'm going to have to wait and look at that, because if I look at that right now, I'm not yeah. going to be able to talk. Look at it, look at it later. Okay. Um, so, I mean, all your stations are still in there, but you have to go into Recently Played to find them, which seems really weird to me. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't just be up there. But, you know, that aside, they're all still there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, like, little UI things that I think need to be, like, clarified. Like, it, it can be a little tricky to figure out, like, wait, where am I? And like, if I'm in one section of it and I do a search and I pull something up and then I go into another section, like it, it, it remembers too much, which section I'm in. And it doesn't just like switch me over. It's, they just need to tweak it. But, um, but all uh-huh. in all, I really like it. And I think, I think it's probably going to be worth the money, at least for me. Okay. So. Well, good, good on you. I might try it for the three months if I can not do the auto subscription and see. Yeah, you can definitely. I, I have a. I, what I will do is I have I have all the as you've seen in the show notes. I have all these links. It's ridiculous. And then some. And then some. Yeah, I'm gonna put in one link to the iMore page that has all of their Apple Music stuff listed, and that has everything you could possibly want to know about Apple Music. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's round out the show with some picks, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So pick number the one. Pick the first. Is a movie. Yes. I have is something a... to say about this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, you've seen this movie. Um, technically, yes, I have. I'll, I'll let you talk about it, and then I'll tell you what I did. Okay, so uh, I watched a movie last night and part of this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now available on the lovely HBO. Uh, HBO Now, HBO Go, uh, however you digest your HBO. Um, John Wick. John Wick. Starring the actor of our time, (laughs) Keanu Reeves. Uh, And a lot of other people. Um, uh, Tara Collette from Friday Night Lights. Uh, She was also in the G.I. Joe movie. Um, Ian McShane. I know who Ian McShane is. Uh You've got a great supporting role by Reek. Reek is in this. He did a good job. Reek is in this. Um, you've got William Ooh, Defoe. Adrian Palicki. Yeah, Adrian Palicki. That's who Tara Collette is. Um, oh. You've got uh, William Defoe. Yes. 
he's uh, excellent in as well. So I loved this movie. I loved it for so many reasons. Not Oh, and Bridget Monaghan in a very small role in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lance the, Reddick. Yes. Not doing the le- a, like a Jamaican accent. <laughs> not the least of which is just, uh, oh, is Lance Reddick the skinny black tall dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in Fringe. The and, hotel guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, it's just a fun movie, kind of like a la Mad Max, just with like, it's not really trying to tell any overarching thing. It's just telling one kind of story and it's just going with it, right? It's like something, this is, this happened and we're going to tell this story and not some other back, other crazy stuff. It's just one night and we're going to go with it. Um, and it's just dude, like just fucking shit up. <laughs> and it is, I think I tweeted this. I think it that's is, the tagline, isn't it? It is the seminal movie of our generation. It's has love it has loss and it has a badass motherfucker and it has a sad puppy and a reek oh yeah all the feels there but but it gives but that's you need that to kind of like motivate you and then the end of the movie it really brings it home um yeah so i love john wick and i believe friend of the show chris from uh i think he still lives in glen allen i think that's still a glen allen address right it might be um, it might be a new york address or a new I know jersey address he went across the pond there but uh i think it's still a glen allen um He's seen this, saw this a while back, I believe, when it was on the pay-per-view. And I think he enjoyed it as well. But ah, we uh, showed him. We're paying fifteen dollars a month to see it. Woo! Uh, <laughs> um, it was. I just loved it. I just thought it was a fun movie, and I just, I just, I just liked it a lot. So, have you seen this movie? Um, you said technically. Technically, I have seen this movie. Okay. So, I had heard very good things about this movie. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Adam Savage on his podcast. He said that it was really good. And he told the whole story about how it was like a, a stunt guy who either wrote it or directed it or something. Is he one of the Mythbusters? Yeah. Yeah. He's a Mythbuster. Yeah. Um, and so it had come highly recommended. I had heard from several people that if you like an action movie, that's actually good. Yeah. That you should watch this movie. And so the other night I was on the couch and my wife and daughter had gone to bed and I was trying to find something to watch just because I was like doing stuff on the computer and just wanted to think about nothing. And so I saw it on HBO now and I put it on and like I half watched it, half didn't watch it. And like the parts I watched, like I was like, oh, this looks really good. But I'm still like doing stuff on the computer. Mm. And so long story short, I watched it and I saw the gist of it and saw that it was good. But I didn't really watch it close enough to like oh. get enough out of it. So yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch yeah, yeah. it. You need to watch it again. The action sequences are just unbelievable. I did in terms- see the one thing where he was like in the club and mm. like just like Fucking like the things up. he did with a handgun were just the best. Amazing. The best scene in the entire movie was when he like was shooting up all these dudes and then his gun uh, ran out of bullets. And he literally like there's a whole sequence with him like reloading and then then shooting the guy and the guy was like out of it, you know he he was shot but like not dead yet and he like waited and re- reloaded his gun and then shot him and it was this whole it was one shot with that and it was just fucking amazing, um and they're making a John Wick too, so I think you, they should I mean this one it, I, it just worked it was good it was a good action movie told some cool shit about assassins and some backstory there. And then it was just kind of, it's just funny how like, it was just about how the world works and karma and yeah. dude, like he just pissed off the wrong guy and killed his dog. And 
then shit shit hits the fan and it's just man it was just funny and it, what i thought was interesting is they had some interesting like cut-ins um with text that yeah those were neat yeah i just thought that was cool it was almost it the way they me, did subtitles and stuff yeah it made it seem like a like more tarantino-esque mm-hmm. um it was very cool. It just seems to me, and like I said, I, I didn't get everything out of this because I wasn't paying attention. I, I really do have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me, like, as with comic book movies, that there's a there's this new generation of filmmakers that are like, you know, action movies don't have to be bad. Like, they could actually be good. Yeah. We could actually make one that's good, and let's do that instead. Well, especially one that doesn't have, doesn't have to be this huge, big story. I mean, this was a very simple story yeah i mean have you seen old boy the uh the korean film no uh that is it pyeongchang it was in pyeongchang yep and uh i highly recommend the the remake that spike lee did a few years ago with uh josh brolin is not bad but the original is better um and that has ostensibly a very simple story there's some complicated background stuff but uh it's another one that's just like it's simple it's like one dude kicking ass and but yet it's so well done and it seems like this is kind of a long and then the story is very different but like this is like one guy he's kicking ass but you there's clear motivation there's it's not overacted it's just good so i'm gonna watch it again good you should it's good uh, watch it on the HBOs. Yes. Uh, you've got three minutes to talk about your pick because I've got a roll. Uh, my pick is a game. Okay. And it's called Her Story. It's been blowing up. Oh, lately. I heard about this. Yes, it's very interesting. So basically, you you it's are it's like a Dateline episode. Kinda, yeah. You are going back into police archives and watching video clips from several interrogations of this woman. And trying to find out what happened in this, it's like a murder mystery thing and what her deal is. And, 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 you know, you get the, the conceit of it, the, 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 the game part of it is you're accessing these video clips through this antiquated computer system in this police station. And you have to use search terms and pay close attention to the clips to get search terms, to find more clips, to get, to fill in the gaps of the story. And complete the code. And complete the code, yeah. And um, it's 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 a little pricey. It's four ninety nine on iPad and Oof. iPhone. But I, I will say it's that's very, approaching like Apple Music. Yeah, it's getting close. It's really really good. It, although I would say that don't don't do it on your iPhone. Do it on your iPad if you're going to do it on iOS because you're going to need that bigger screen and and because you got to type in search terms and stuff. Should have just got a plus. Damn it. Damn it. And they've got uh, they've got it on Mac and PC through Steam, but that's going to cost you another dollar. That's five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. It's super engaging. And I'm also I'm putting a link to the to the game and to the the website of the game and the iTunes link. But I'm also putting a link into a podcast that Polygon did on their uh, quality control podcast. Do not listen to this episode of this podcast if you haven't played the game because it will ruin everything for you. Yeah, but okay. uh, but after you play the game, go back and listen to this podcast. It's very cool. Excellent. Good game. Uh, it is big because there's lots of video clips. The game download for iPhone and iPad is 1.76 gigabytes. What? It's big because there's lots of video in it. But uh, it's a good game. It's really enjoyable. So That was definitely three minutes. Cool. You did very well there. Thanks. I wasn't timing myself. 
this is the end. <laughs> we have we have discussed what we have to discuss, which is excellent. Uh, this was fun, and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And we'll be back very soon. Yeah, well, we will. For Nicholas, this is Brandon. Be well. I draw my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Classy. Like a professional. <laughs> <laughs>